and welcome to episode 151 of the Boot Podcast. Is that right? 151, that's right, yeah. All right. <laughs> Last okay, of up? the year. Last of the year. Well, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Um, it's, you know, 2022 is closing. It's been a, it's been one hell of a year, man. Uh, what, what a year in, in the football boot world, but also just in football. I mean, we ended off... Uh, <laughs> Our our wish for the World Cup didn't come true, but but you know, I was mad when Argentina won it, but I ended up not being that mad when I saw Messi with the trophy. And it just all kind of like it all came together, right? It was mm-hmm. it was okay. It was good that it happened. It was you know, f- football had been waiting for that moment, um, and especially when you saw that photo of him on the shoulders of Kun Aguero, and you compared it to '86 Maradona, more or less yeah. the same photo. You know, it was just beautiful. Um, and, and it was good that it happened to at least one of them, the, the two goats. So Yeah, and, and what an unbelievable game for a final. I, I, I don't think we'll ever see a better final in our lifetime, to be honest. No, uh, I don't think was, so either. It was breathtaking stuff, breathtaking stuff. Uh, didn't really appreciate um, Emiliano Martinez in the final, his antics, but I mean... He won the Golden Glove and won the World Cup, so does he care? Probably not. No, no. <laughs> Some bald bloke from Denmark didn't like his banana. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, how are things in Canada? Just just cold, the usual. Okay. Nothing nothing noteworthy to report. Just cold. <laughs> just cold, man. <laughs> Fair enough. But guys, anyways, um, we are ending off the year in typical style, typical fashion. By uh, by announcing our top five best football boots released in 2022, um, it's gonna be a good one. It has been a a list. I if you've seen the Unisport video, I I also said it there. It's been a really hard list to make because there's been so many good boots out over the year, right? Limited editions. Some of them have been truly amazing. Some of them have been really awful. But but most mm-hmm. of them have been relatively good. Some of them outstanding. We had 10 new main uh, silo updates. So basically to more or less everything uh, out there has been updated except for the Copa. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's been wild. It has been wild. But before we jump into it, do you want to recap the year just, uh, just quickly? Or, or should we just go over the rules and then you just jump into it? I think we just go over the rules because like, how do you, how do you recap a year of oh. 7,000 boot releases? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's been wild, man. It's been wild. It's just, yeah, you know, nah, rules. Okay. So the rules are very simple. Uh, basically, we have um, boots on the list that have released this year. So basically the generations that have released this year. We of course also saw some of the older materials, um, the 14 and the eight that released in older colorways uh, Mm -hmm. earlier this year, but it's gonna be only new generations that have dropped this year that we can have on the list, right? Mm -hmm. That also means that older boots that are still on the market, for instance, the Neo 3 Beta Japans are not eligible to go on the list. Sure. Because otherwise they would still be in number one and it would be boring. And it would just be like the eternal number one. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case for you anymore, but. Uh, uh, no, I don't think I'd have them at number one, but I get what you're saying. We're, we're, we're keeping okay. it exclusive to boots that came out this year 
And yes. we're also including limited edition releases. Yes. And that might be a little bit of a change from previous years, but but that's because there was particularly one limited edition that we both felt should just, it had to be in there. Really uh, good. So, yeah. Um, let's get to it. Yeah. And also, I think unlike every other year, we actually have the same list. Yes. Which, which is, is uh, rare pretty, that we agree on everything, but I, yeah, I, I, I feel pretty strongly that this is a legit top five. Yes. But... It has, it has to be, you know, for once we have the final top five, you know, the final answer to the, 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 the top five. Um, the first one mm-hmm. that we should mention is the Furon V7. And I mean, the Furons have been relatively good, at least the, the previous two generations uh, I've also enjoyed. But I think I just enjoyed this one a little bit better. And I think they just made it that little bit better. Uh, spectacularly comfortable football boot, uh, but also feels like a speed boot. It has this tight fit, uh, the snug fit, that streamlined sensation around your foot. But in this sock, like very comfortable way where it stretches molds around your foot and just feels, just feels like it's adapting to you mm. instead of you just like living with however the boot is shaped. And that's a really, really great feature. Yeah. I think when you're talking about products in the speed category, Furon V7. V7. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So many generations. Us and numbers, man. (laughs) Yeah. V7 Pro is pretty much like it's everything you could ever want from a pair of speed boots. Uh, Super thin upper, barefoot touch, but also remarkably comfortable considering how thin it is. I think it's unique little trick, if you want to call it, with the off-centered lacing system and giving you that really clean striking surface really sets it apart from other speed boot options and arguably just other boots in general. Uh, remarkably comfortable for what it is, available in regular and wide fit with no other brand offers. And I think something that's really, like that's an awesome option in the speed category for somebody yeah, yeah, that yeah. does have a wider foot. And I think the sole plate tooling and stud pattern is is really good. Not to mention it is, I believe, the lightest speed boot on the yes. market right yes, now. Yes, it is. It is. Wait, and at a price that is significantly less than the more popular options from Nike mm. and Addy. Yes. So uh, like 225 euros at least, which is just which is just great. And I mean, it has shades of the Vapor 13 in terms of that, you know, soft, comfortable knit experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I just keep thinking whenever I wear that it's funny that they also do a wide version because it is on the for me at least, it is on the wider side. The, the more accommodating side for wide feet I would mm-hmm. say the in the regular one, but just just a great great football boot and as you said the tooling is just it's it's super snappy uh the studs are great you know they just remind me of those old school chevron fully chevron bladed mercurial um stud patterns so uh, yeah lots of lots of praise for this lots yeah of praise if this. if there was ever a time where you really wanted to stray away from the big three Furon v7 pro is the time to do it and, and i again, think you know it should be it should be more popular given the price and the quality of this. I don't understand why there aren't more of these around. You know, we don't and, see more of these on pitches. Yeah, and and here's the thing: we talk about the price at retail, two twenty five euro. Yeah, uh, two hundred and fifteen USD is what they're going for in the regular <laughs> colorways. But you don't have to pay that. It's not a popular football boot. Older colorways go on sale. You can get these for well under two hundred dollars. Like for that, for that, 
it's it's so hard it's a, to beat. It's a steal. I agree. Yeah. Absolute steal. Um. So yeah, there's uh there's that. Um. We also have to mention the Phantom GX, mm-hmm. which I think definitely deserves a place because of a how obviously how good it is but b also because of how unique it is uh it really stands out to me as a football boot that does something i can't remember seeing on a boot before the way it feels that that stickiness on the upper yeah uh, i i don't i don't know that i think it's unique in the current market for what it offers and i suppose it's unique in regards to what Nike has offered in the past, but as a concept, it's really nothing new. It's a lot of Nike recycling what we saw in Phantom Vision, but executed in in a very refined way. Um, compared compared to Phantom GT that it replaces, I think it's a gigantic step forward. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and 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 you you're right in the sense that there are parallels to be drawn to the Phantom Vision and on the low cut to the Phantom Venom, and mm-hmm. and, and somehow it feels like what what those two boots maybe should have been, what what Nike actually envisioned them to be back when they did them, but they just didn't have, you know, they hadn't cultivated or refined the technology from the Flyknit also, you know, this technology with coating the individual yarns and mixing them with with high tenacity yarns to make this really wonderfully uh, sticky, but also really well balanced grip on mm-hmm. the upper. Uh, b- very unique, definitely not the grippiest boot on the market. That still remains the uh, the Predator Edge, but mm-hmm. this is actually, you know, I actually want to wear this. So uh, so that's- Yeah, but this, I think what, what, where this- definitely beats the predator edge in terms of grip provided is also in the comfort and flexibility of that upper. It it feels like a sock. It's it's a knitted upper that feels like a knitted upper, which you definitely don't get from the predator edge. I don't think just because of the rubber elements, but there's, there's no no, factors there, but they, they, they did a good job of incorporating the grip element as a part of the material rather than something that is kind of sitting on the surface of the upper, which is historically how we've seen grip elements kind of implemented. Exactly. So, so, so very interesting and also interesting to see, you know, this is the first iteration of the GX, you know, where do they go with the grip knit from here? Uh, funny, funnily enough, there is no ACC for the first time in like forever on, mm-hmm. on a, on a pair of Nike boots because the grip knit in itself is water repellent. So it doesn't need ACC anymore. So, mm-hmm. so now you can actually, um, with peace in mind, say that there is no ECC and, uh, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are you going to joke about on the SFOU channel? I, I it's, it's, I still think it's probably the wrong decision to not incorporate ACC. <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's such a useful technology. Um, and people are going to be upset. Uh, how, however, I do think that the, you're right. The grip provided there, it's, <laughs> it's legit. You can feel it. And you can actually kind of see it as well in person. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think to me, the surprising, I don't want to say surprising because I think Nike's fully capable of making a great knitted football boot. They, I, I don't know if you can credit them for inventing the idea, the concept, but they've certainly popularized it. So again, not a surprise that they've made a good knitted football boot here. I was surprised, however, and granted custom football boots for pro players is definitely a thing. So it's not like, they're getting off the shelf pairs, but seeing so many players switch to it during the knockout stages of the World Cup, I, I thought was and that, it goes to show how 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 yeah. 
much how good the step in comfort is at the very least. Yeah. And and we shouldn't underestimate how how superstitious uh, these pros are mm-hmm. around their boots. You know, it's getting them into a new pair with no familiarization. Basically, yeah, yeah, okay, we saw them on pitch a couple of days before they dropped, but but that was it, really. Yeah, I think I, that's that. It it really goes to show how remarkable this upper is, and and for that reason alone, I think because of Gripnit, the way these fit, that freedom. Um, that that they offer you when you wear them. You know, there are no pressure points, no nothing. Uh, I, I think that's remarkable. But I think it also, what's also interesting is that more or less all the pros that I saw are had uh, custom toolings or mm-hmm. you know, their own toolings, which is probably uh, due to this, that you can just like... Yeah, and see, you're not a fan of the flexibility of that. No, 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 no. Which I, I don't mind. Like, to me, that's... I almost view that as a positive thing. I, mm. I like the the freedom that that boot seems to offer in terms uh-huh. of like just not being overly stiff. Because I feel like that's super stiff sole plates is kind of becoming a trend in the industry sure, with sure. this promise of responsiveness and spring Absolutely. back. And there's something Absolutely. to that for sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I kind of like, I like that it's not as mercurially as what the Phantom line has been for the last little bit. I- Totally get that. Totally yeah. get that. I just went back and compared it to to the to the OG Hypervenoms, which mm-hmm. was actually also had a, had a super stiff midfoot, at least compared to this, and, mm-hmm. and and it just you know obviously the forefoot was relatively uh, was relatively flexible, but it just this really made crystal clear to me that I prefer my boots to be a little stiffer under the midfoot to have that structure to have that solidity, and and, and I think to me at least that's the reason why. I didn't enjoy these uh, enough to put them higher on the on, on the list, you know, right up there, you know, ringing in a number one. And I think some people might, if if you like that freedom of movement, uh, I just need a bit more support uh, sure. for my movements. It feels a little bit, you know, weak whenever I push off and there's nothing there. Um, so so yeah, it's a little bit like running in sand for me. <laughs> okay, oh, I want wow. my, I want my, I want my pushback. I want my spring back, you know. But um, sure, but, but that's a personal preference, and and you know, I'd love to hear what you guys think. If you've had to try, uh, the the try to chance it, the chance to try it out there. What would you think of the tooling, and, and the stiffness of, or lack of stiffness of the tooling in um on the GX? Comments below. Comments below. But it has to be there, absolutely. And I think we've talked about before that. You know, this was the boot to kind of. It's not necessarily going to save the Phantom altogether, but if this couldn't get the Phantom back on track, mm-hmm. nothing could. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it started really well. Yeah, I think so too. I think the response has been positive. Absolutely. Um, then uh, we also have a boot that we basically changed the entire rule set for. Um, <laughs> this bad boy. Yeah. So Really uh, good. The F50 Addy Zero remake uh, leather battle pack. Just phenomenal, really. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, just such a lovely fit. You know, it has the right shape uh, of of the F50. Uh, the midfoot is lovely. The heel is really, really good. Just has that right fit where it just feels good mm-hmm. and supportive, but also very comfortable. And and as if, you know, there are certain types of heels where, where one, again, where, where you squeeze into it, you kind of live with it. And then there's the, you know, the... the really well-fitting heels where you just feel like, okay, 
I can trust the boot. The boot has experience almost. It's like it's 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 made with skill. It's made by people who know how to make a good comfortable heel. And that, you know, letting go and just enjoying is is when a boot for me truly steps up into that uh next next level. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a sim it's a it's a simple recipe, like leather forefoot, synthetic leather midfoot, some suede, stitch and turn, uh speed flow tooling, boom. Yeah, that is a prime example of like how good a simple football boot can be. Um, and again, it's it's just it's disappointing how much better that is than than current speed portal offerings, in my opinion, at least. If they if they yeah. put that out there, I think that just once people get the chance to try it on and realize it's available, wow, yeah, that thing would sell. And th- this is the only like downside for me is that it was too limited. Like, mm-hmm simply too limited. I mean, people should have the opportunity to try the genius of this boot. Uh, because, you know, I might be going out on a limb here, but I would probably rather wear this than an X Speedflow Point One. And I know it sounds wild because that is a great football boot, but... Sure. Where, where you at? Oh, I'm with you on that. I, I just, I love... I'm a leather boot guy. And this to me is like, it's a nice hybrid of giving you that speed boot feel that you want, especially with that speed flow tooling in there. But the feel of that leather upper, even the synthetic they use through the midfoot, the refreshingly simple central lacing system and standalone yeah. tongue. Yeah. It still, it still amazes me every time we get a boot like that, how good that feels and how so many brands just disregard all of it for the sake of a one piece upper, which I realize gives the boot a certain aesthetic. I think if you stand sure. this in a lineup, with all the other boots on this list, it, it by far looks the chunkiest. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, there's something to be said about the adjustability and fit that you achieve with like a standard U-throat construct, construction. Yeah, and you, we've just talked about this before, right? How much the actual fit matters. We, you know, we talked mm. about it with the Alpha, that you can have all the innovation in the world. Innovation. You can have all, you know, all the, all the performance gimmicks or whatever you want to call them, all that new technology. Uh, but if you nail a good old-fashioned uh, youth road boot, leather forefoot, solid stable midfoot, nice heel, it's hard to beat, right? Mm-hmm. It's so hard to beat. And, and I think that's what a lot of people don't realize, how good these feel. They, they might not look as cool as that, uh, you know, the more like a sock-like fit on the on the Furons, but I reckon they feel better on foot mm-hmm. because you just have that adjustability and they just, they feel right. They, they it's, it's love on your feet, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's truly special. I love these boots. Yeah. Amazing. They're, they're honestly, excellent boots. The, yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's safe to say the best thing out of Adidas all year. And I would be, I think it is. I would be comfortable in interchanging that with like the gold Zidane absolute remakes. I love those. Yeah. But, yeah, but in terms of like mainstream, what I think people would really enjoy and what still kind of fits into the modern football boot category, mm. definitely this battle pack remake. But it's, it's hard to call this a remake because it's not really a true. <laughs> no. We never got one quite like this back in 2014. No, no. And it, it just feels like they just took the design and were like, okay, we messed up the leather boot back then. How do we, how do we actually set things right? And boy, did mm-hmm. they set things right! Uh, wow, yeah, just wow. I just, wa- yeah. I just want this in like a. Just imagine this in like that 
old school samba colorway. The samba blue with the It'd white stripes. Yeah, man. Yeah. So basically, Adidas, if, um, if you want to make some easy money, 2023, just give us two, three different colorways of this. And, you know, you're going to sell out in an instant and we'll take 10%. So they've done, being nice. here's, here's my thought, Jay. They've done yeah. Speed Flow. They're now on Speed Portal, uh-huh. which is kind of like all about the future. Sure. I think the next one needs to be the Speed Past. The Speed Past. Wow. The speed Past. <laughs> Make that the Speed Past point one, and yeah. I think you have a winner. Wow. That's, the, yeah. The speed, and, and that could be like, you know, you make the Predator Legacy boot. That's just like a regular inline thing. And then you make the speed pass and everyone's happy. Uh, <laughs> you know we'll what? take Let's, 10%. That, that's such a good idea that we're going to bump it up to 15%. And we'll be nice. Is, that, is, that is like, that is, that is the one true solution here. Um, <laughs> one boot we also have to mention is probably, you know, money aside, my favorite boot of the year. Easy. Okay. Um, Mizuno Alpha. Made in Japan, obviously. I haven't tried the Elite version yet. I've heard it's pretty good, but mm-hmm. I don't know because I've only tried the Japan. I haven't tried it yet either. So. You haven't tried it yet at all? Or no, I've j- tried Alpha. You've t- oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have Alpha. Uh, yeah, so I saw the video. I mean, good morning. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I absolutely love this. And obviously, it's also because the fit is just right for me. It's, it's just like I've talked about it before. Probably mentioned it a few hundred times already in, in the podcast over the last couple of episodes, but it just fits me so, so well. And it is also on the more traditional side of building speed boots, but they've done it so well that it actually works. And and the only problem for me in this, and we've talked about it to death already, but that's the price. I mean, mm-hmm. if this was, I'm not going to say, fairly priced because you know it is what it is and people are still buying it but if this was at a lower price i think more it would be accessible to more people and you know it would get more out there and and i think it deserves to because it's it's, it's truly a brilliant boot but i can't go out and say that this is like value for money wise the best boot of the year because i don't think it is uh, it's simply too expensive for that but mm. but you know money aside yes for me the top performer. Um, what, do you, what do you what do you say to me? Do you like that statement? No, I don't like your statement at all. Okay, fair enough. I, I think it's I think it's just objectively incorrect to call it the top performer. Fair I think enough. it's I think it's objectively well, you can't say objectively. It's subjectively the most comfortable speed boot on the market because I think comfort again is 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 so dependent on the shape of your foot and what you like the feel of. Some people like how a mercurial squeezes their foot. Some people like the crampiness of a stiff upper from a speed portal. That's just how it is. Um, I, I, I think what I they the nailed movies. on the, <laughs> it's a little this. Um, I think what they nailed on the alpha is, is the shaping of it. Um, the Morelia Neo shape that the last that it's built on just works well in a full synthetic upper. The synthetic that they have there, I think feels awesome on foot. The adjustability from the central lacing system and U-throat, I think, makes a big deal. Yeah, yeah. We we have been able to justify Made in Japan Mizuno for a very long time because of the quality and the quality of both build of quality leather, and quality yeah. of leather. Yeah. And, and I think what was interesting for me is when I first saw them, all I could think was, how are these going to justify the price tag 
without the leather. But I really do think that they stand out as being incredibly well made compared to every other speed boot. Um, just, just even the stitching around the heel area where the upper attaches to the liner, mm, mm. really impressive how they put it together. Yeah. I love the heel liner. I love the insole. It's, it's almost like the, the Nike grip knit material inside of the boot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost exactly that, which works great. Yeah. The tooling is awesome. I think there was a little bit too much recycling of Morelli and Neo in I the agree. tooling. I'll be honest with you. I, I would have liked to see them do something maybe a little more extreme than they did, but Ultimately, it's good. I just, again, I think objectively when you're talking about tech features that can potentially improve performance or at least change the experience of the football boot, these offer a great experience, but I don't think it's to a level of Air Zoom and a Mercurial or even Carbotex in a speed portal. I, I, I think there are, it's a very, very well-rounded product and it's difficult to criticize for that reason. But when you're talking about like, top, top technologies in the football boot industry, I still think it's maybe a little bit lacking. It doesn't have one wow standout feature. The wow factor is how it feels when you put it on. And and, and this is, uh, that's that's a fair point. And, and uh, that that's why I say it's the top performer for me because it feels so good. And you know that mm -hmm. whenever, whenever a boot hits that, the right shape, the right fit, that's when it really starts to perform for me. Obviously, you know, when all the other elements are there, the upper is nice and moves nice with the with the, the foot, and you know uh, the, the the touch feels good on the ball. It has the right amount of, of stickiness, uh, tactility to it, right? The tooling is responsive, blah blah blah, all that stuff. You know what we're talking about. But but it's it's that you know when the fit is just right, that's when it's elevated to 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 being a top performer for me. But I agree that that in terms of like material, uh, choice of material, you're cool. It has carbo in it, uh, great. But I mean, it could have had more, right? We've mm -hmm. also seen Carbo on the uh, on the Neos. I mean, it's not a new thing. It's all over the Japanese market, right? But so I agree with you. It's definitely not in terms of the materials. It's not innovative, so to speak. But I think where it just hits the nail on the head is 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 that it brings everything together in a package that just becomes more than the sum of its parts. And I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, but 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 I, hey, I, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, look, it's a, it's an amazing football boot and I can, I totally, I forget what I said in my review now, but I think given the choice, <laughs> given, given the choice between alpha and, and any other speed boot, I, I probably end up wearing an alpha just, yeah. just based on comfort and fit alone. Yeah. Uh, and I like that. And, and I think where this is a win for Mizuno outside of the price that I think is simply too high is that it's still, despite not having leather, which has kind of become Mizuno's signature, mm. it still feels so Mizuno. And, and, you know, it taps into everything that Adidas did so right with, with the old school F50s. And it just mm -hmm. does it in a package that fits like a Mizuno boot shirt. So, so very, very good, but the price is unacceptable. So, you know, yeah, no. No, no, no. Uh, I, 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 it's justified if you're a big Mizuno fan and you're sure. just looking for the most comfortable thin speed boot out there. Yeah. Otherwise, I think you're probably going to be happier spending less money on something else. Or probably going for the elites. I've heard the elites are very good. That's mm. what I've, you know. That's what I've been reading. That's what but I've again, heard quite a few times as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you know, I don't know if they're still 200 euros, but but the, the neo elites are 200 euros and, and also very good. Pretty but, good. Yeah. Uh, what you can also do is you can go and uh, get a Mercurial. I know we've mentioned it already, but of course it has to be on the list. And for me, it has to 
top the list because, yeah, it's the easy choice. You know, whenever a new material comes out, it's always top of the list. Cool. I mean, you can close your eyes and, but it works. Uh, it's definitely different than than uh, the the Superfly Eight and the Vapor Fourteen, and also compared to to the Seven and the Thirteen, right? But I still think mm-hmm. that they've they've just latched onto a winning formula because they have this. The shape of the boot is is interesting. It's a little bit more generally appealing than I feel it was last year, uh, but still has mm-hmm. that snug speed boot like material ish fit. So so it's a nice hybrid between appealing to slightly more people. Giving you a speed boot feel and still being comfortable, uh, and of course, Zoom Air just takes the cake as being the like the innovation of the year, really. Uh, yeah, the implementation of technology of the year, I think you could say that. Yeah, I, I think what's so impressive about this year's Merc is that Zoom Tech, as as much as Zoom is not a new technology at all, we saw it yeah. in Mercurials twenty one years ago now. Yep, twenty one, right? Yep, twenty one years ago, we this was something that Nike was putting in their boots. And we've seen Zoom units implemented throughout the years on Tiempo, on T90. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Other than that first Mercurial there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rio. And it was never really GX. something that was talked about. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what's so great about this implementation is they managed to put it in. They managed to make it very noticeable from a feel perspective. I'm still... Re- hesitant and reluctant to say that it improves responsiveness and performance anyway, I but I think it what it does, I think what it does for comfort is undeniable. Um, and they did all this while making the boot significantly lighter than last year, which is impressive. Yeah, I guess air is light. Uh, but uh, but I, I, no, I agree. Uh, and 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 it's this again. It offers something unique to the material that yes, you can go out and you can get another speed boot if you want. Like, it is just such a hard uh, field. It's just a hard market, that speed boot market, right? Uh, you could arguably go and get, if you had the old materials, you could say, well, get a Furon. Get, get an Ultra. The Ultras aren't bad either. Uh, I know you hate them, but I, I, I still like them. Um, I, th- mm-hmm. I think they're solid speed boots. There's the Alpha. You know, basically every other speed boot than, than the X Speed Flow, uh, sorry, Portal, um, could, could rival the old materials, I think, as as pure speed boots. And I think this is what, where they've taken a brilliant step in in differentiating the materials to the extent where it's still a speed boot, but it also adds just a little bit more. It adds this uniqueness mm-hmm. that I think we're looking for. And it's just a, it's a nice boot to wear. Uh, and, and, and I think I said in my Unisport video that it was uh, euro for euro, dollar for dollar better than the Alphas. Uh, so I think for that reason alone, it should be top spot. Yeah, I, I think from from an experience standpoint, I, I just think that the Mercurial is the boot of the year. Like, it, regardless of whether or not it's your style of football mm. boot, and realistically, it's not my style. It's the reason why I would... Alpha is not my style, but I think it, it wins so many points just for being so comfortable and fitting sure. so well. Sure, Mercurial is a much tighter fit for me it's it's just a more structured upper. It, it has a stiffer feel, but there there is no denying that when you wear these current Mercurials, you just feel fast. Yeah, and you like won't you just forget them, right? It's it's a yeah. memorable experience to step into them, and I think that's what they've done right. And again, they've just made them so accessible to everyone. It's just literally plug and play. Just 
put them on and you're good to go. And they're mm-hmm. lovely, right? So um, and and I don't want to give credit to Nike for for saving consumers oh, I, money. I thought you were just not you don't didn't want to give credit to Nike. <laughs> no, but but I think I think in an in an age when we're seeing so much in the way of price increase, I I know it's a small thing, but I'm still going to harp on it because I think it's ridiculous that Speed Portal Plus is now 280 versus 275 compared to Speed Flow Plus that it replaced. Like a five dollar increase is so ridiculous to me, and I and I think I, I just think Nike not doing that is it, it's a it's a good thing to see considering that almost everything about that Mercurial has been changed from the previous generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New tooling. The implementation and development of that zoom unit that's specific to the mercurial, the uppers construction is completely different. Probably other than the laces, everything has changed. Yeah. New insole tooling as well. Like they just they 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 put in about as much expense as you can possibly have in a pair of football boots and did not pass that on to the consumer, which and, I think and, is and nice. This to is see. what this is what Misuno failed to do. At yeah. least in Europe. Because I mean it's it's not as yeah. expensive in Japan, which is it's oh man. And and, and again, I mean, not to we've do been there so many not, times. Let's not not to compare that. Nike to other brands, but if we compare them to Adidas, Adidas that whatever replaces Speed Portal will definitely have Speed Portal sole plate tooling. I almost guarantee it. Most likely, yeah. And Nike does new tooling every year on the Mercurial. Yes, like that's that's, that's a significant that's, expense that a lot of people expensive. don't realize. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it would make sense at least following the cycle for Addy to uh, to have the speed portal tooling on whatever comes next. Uh, would make sense because uh, you know molds are just molds are expensive to do. Molds are expensive, and that's they save. I, I just I hate seeing second generations going up in price when they are able to recycle. Yeah, because yeah. that that in itself saves so much money. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. That's not. Cool. And and look, I just I just. I understand that the football boot industry is a business and everyone's trying to make money and they spend a significant in, in development and, and marketing just, and paying all these players to wear their boots. But but when you actually have aggressive pricing, look at Puma. You might yeah. you might say about them what you want, about their current lineup, but I think they've done extremely well since they introduced that 200 euro price point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, no. and, and, you know, it's... I think it just goes to show that it builds loyalty with the consumer that they actually show okay cool we have all this new stuff but the price stays the same or it still stays low right i think i think that's a there's a point to be made there that especially misuno should take note of and say cool you might have your wicked build by hand leather boots fair enough we get that but when you have a boot that's not leather and actually costs half in one market well just it's your own fault yeah and that's i think that's a key word you just said there jay in one market, yeah, right, because J- apparently I don't know because it's it's kind of hard to go on a, on a Japanese retailer and, and buy the boots because I just oh yeah, it's very, oh, you can it's check very the pricing. difficult to navigate. You can check the pricing. But, Google Translate yeah, is your a, friend. There's apparently a hometown discount on this oh, stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's great if you live there. Yeah, but when you're talking about shipping and import duties and uh, taxes, it's not really less expensive yeah. to order it from there. I just think that like if Mizuno's goal, if their end goal is to grow the football boot division of their company globally, the prices need to come down. It's just, it has to. Yeah. But uh, 
again, we I I don't I think we've discussed this t- till yeah. length every single episode of the last five Bootnose podcasts. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so the list uh, it's official: New Balance Furon, Nike Phantom GX, Adidas a fifty Adi Zero leather remake from the Battle Pack, uh, Mizuno Alpha Japan, Nike Mercurial Superfly Nine of April fifteen, whatever you prefer. But there's mm-hmm. one more boot that we need to mention that I feel also deserves a, a, a special shout out. And that is the cheapest boot on the list. Uh, but value for money-wise, perhaps the best of the year. Mm-hmm. The New Balance 442 V2s. Oh yeah. my amazing. God. Oh my God. So when the when when that gold, bronze, copper, whatever colorway came out in the beginning, I was like, yeah, nah, didn't really like the first 442. So I was just like, okay. Pass. They look mm. cool, but I'm not gonna bother. And then I got the black ones, and I've been looking for those, uh, those gold ones, everywhere, everywhere. Because mm-hmm. I love that boot. It is spectacular, and it's what 140 euros. Mm-hmm. If you haven't tried it and just wanted like a, a, a cheap, reliable football boot that fits extremely well and just performs, 442 is the way to go. Like for yeah. me, it's worth paying that little bit extra compared to the Nike Premier, for instance. It's just oh, so, for, I think so too. much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I think the four four two is a great option if you are trying if if you've never worn leather boots before mm, mm. and you want you want to dip your toe in the leather football boot water, but you don't want to break the bank. And again, it's a New Balance boot. They're not necessarily super popular. You can probably find yeah, them on sale. Yeah. And for, let's say, $100 or less, get yourself in a pair of 442 V2 Pros. That is that is a very tough value for money proposition to beat. And uh, it's, forget about the quality of the leather that you're getting at that price. Forget uh-huh. about the comfort, the option of regular and wide fit once again, which I think yeah, is awesome. Yeah. But I think that sole plate tooling, it's, it's certainly nothing groundbreaking, no. but it's something that if it was featured on a top end boot, it works. I, but it works. I wouldn't be mad about it. No. And it falls into a rate weight range that is actually lighter than some speed boots right now. It's it's, it's a very well rounded product for it what is, it costs. It is. And and you know, if you can get your hands on that gold one, just have Nah, man. Nah. Uh, any other boots you want to mention? Uh, obviously, the the gold uh, Zidane absolutes. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, I um, also really enjoyed the. You know, obviously, uh, I thought the Phantom Ultras were, were, were that was a cool launch. Also, the the Montebelluna Legends. Uh, but the only downside for me was that they just after you've used them, especially on a wet pitch, they just don't look great. So yeah, I, the legends I wasn't as impressed with. I think the Flying It Ultra remake is a is a huge shout, and honestly, like, it's a good boot. It's a it's an excellent. It's one that I when I was going back and looking at stuff, I somehow skipped over, yeah. and I probably would have put it on my list to uh-huh. be honest with you. It's an awesome product. It, 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 like it's it, it's a shame that Nike didn't make more of those. Yeah, just like the first Flying It Ultra. Yes. Um, what about the uh, the Air Zoom Ultra? I mean, you know, not going to be on my list, but I think it was a f- fun, slightly forgotten uh, hype drop. Air, Air Zoom Ultra, cool concept, cool underfoot feel. Yeah. But ultimately pretty uncomfortable and really not like, 
That's not a that's not a football boot that after wearing them, I thought, wow, I can't wait to wear these again. No, and I think you know it was nice to to experience that full length uh, Zoom Air back, but then the Mercs dropped, and it was just like they were just better. So yeah, so yeah, and then obviously a lot of the 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 Unisport Puma collaborations that we saw. <laughs> yes, the, you know, I mean, we made four. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, they of course shout out yeah, to all those of those. Were, because, those were all great. Um, I also think that regular synthetic battle pack F50 remake was good. It was, it was, yeah, it was kind of overshadowed by the leather one, but yeah, truly, truly a great football. Mm -hmm. I've worn that to to bits as well. It's, uh, they are still in my, uh, my match day bag actually. So, um, so yeah, just checking. Yeah, no, not on the shelf. It's still my match day bag. Um, very good. Very good. Uh, so that was the unofficial, but it was just the official list. The official list mm-hmm. of 2022 best boots, uh, best new boots to come out. There you go. Uh, oh, you know what? Before we end it, quick shout again, New Balance to Kayla. Yeah. I think that's solid. solid. Great, great. As far as laceless boots go, really impressed with it. Arguably the strongest lineup across the board uh, from all the brands, you know, when you, when you look yeah, at all new, the- New Balance had, if there's a brand of the year, in my opinion, New Balance. New Balance. I, agree. I agree. Easy. It's an, that's an easy win for me. Uh, but what's also an easy win is to go through the questions because everyone gets happy. Uh, Team Geist asks, what running shoes do you use for off-field training? And I use the uh, the Vaporflies, the next percent. They're great. Okay. Okay. I will not lie. I don't do a lot of running. I just hate it. I just... <sighs> I will run to play sports. Okay. I will not run on my own. Fair I, enough. It's just not, it's not my cup of tea. Well, don't enjoy it <laughs> as, either, but it has to as, be done. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a month away from 30 and my body just does not, I'm done. I'm done with, <laughs> I, oh. I'm done trying to run Made. a long distance in a short amount just, of time. It's just, not, it's not for me. Just wait, just wait. Five more years, you know. If you feel, if, if your body is, if you're feeling your body now, just wait five more years. I just not. But when it comes to training, yeah, I would say for the last, I, I used to be one of those guys that was always swapping out different trainers. But for the last year or so, I've been pretty consistently a Nike Metcon guy. Oh, okay. and I have a few different versions that I kind of rotate through. See, that's the thing I should be doing more of, but I just don't working out. I mean, I, you can tell, right? But, uh, but yeah. So now you have a <laughs> now you have a perspective from from both sides of uh, of training. yeah. Uh, foot boot. Could you do a podcast where people send you their football boot collections, about ten plus pairs, and you rate them? I realize that not all of your viewers have a collection, but some uh, have, including myself. And I would be happy if you would rate my collection, given that football boots are a thing I love the most because the two of you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, definitely a concept we could work with uh, in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be cool, actually. Yeah, I love these. I love these things where we interact with you and you know, we rate your stuff. And obviously, not mm-hmm. everyone will be happy. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, I saw this. I saw this uh, TikTok. Uh, PWG sent it to me. That that um, it was one of the guys we rated uh, last time. Was uh-huh. uh, Brian Lim? I think it was. Uh, who who actually you know said um, casual or, or normal Josh. Win rare JL <laughs> and someone said in the in the comments that it was a you know a, a regular uh, JL that I was always oh, wrong. No. And it was a ten out of ten. Yeah, just some J Mike haters. Eh? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. But I just had a good laugh at that. 
but yeah, I think I think it's great. I really enjoyed. So yeah, I would do. I would totally be down to do that. I think it'd be fun. Sounds good. Giu uh, Giu Liu. Oh man, I need to work on my naming. Uh, Boo Nerds Rock, thank you very much, my man. Any recommendations on Repular Cup Elite versus Made in Japan? Jayu Liu. Um, I mean, get the Japans uh, if you can, right? I, I would say, it, if you can. I tried the, the reg. I tried the Elite model a long time ago. And they're I'm just having a hard time remembering. Yeah, what I it was I, like. I tried the elite uh, regular cups as well, and they're fine. I just think that the the Japan's are significantly better, and especially if you can find them at at reduced prices now because they're a little bit old. Yeah, uh, I think it would be worth going for. Go go get the Japan's, I, I, but if you can, I know you, if you can go get the regular threes instead. They're better. Yeah, Rebula 3 is definitely better. And I know you're higher on Rebula Cup than I am. I don't yeah. love that boot no. for whatever reason. I I to me, if you want leather and memory foam, I still think Nike Tiempo is the way to go. I know. But you're also you you you're returning a little bit to your like Tiempo religiousness. Uh, I like the Tiempo. Like like I'm I'm getting I'm getting vibes of like Tiempo Legend 5 Josh coming back. So uh Slow and no, steady, slow and steady, I, but it's he's coming back. I think back. Legend Nine is a great boot. Yeah, There's, it, I agree. I, look, that. I agree with you. It's a, it's a, it's a solid boot. But I just like he's coming back. He's been in there all the time, and he's coming back out. I don't know. He's I just, I think out. it's, I think recommending a Rebula Cup over a Tiempo is just well, a common I, JL. I would. I would I, oh, wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! Having this, Chris Rico, you set yourself up for that one. I wonder if the elite version of the Alphas are just as good. And uh, well, those of you who have tried the Alpha elites, let us know in the comments because none of us can genuinely say we don't. We don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I've heard good things. I've heard that they are basically the same, but without the carbon in the. So it's just like the normal yeah. uh, Neo tooling, which sounds flipping awesome for two hundred euros. I mean, take my money. Yeah, I mean, and I, I will say, out of everything from the elites that I've tried, other than the Rebula Cup that I can't seem to remember, I, they've all been good. Yes, yes. Like I've not tried a bad one yet. Yes, maybe the Rebula Cup Elite was was brilliant, and you actually just uh, erase it from your mind because you couldn't deal with the fact that it was indeed better than the Legend. Yeah, it's probably what happened. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, also, also, ooh, we should just bring that up while while we're doing this because why not? Uh, so I sent Josh a text. I was I was going through uh, last year's or was. It, some one of the previous years of uh, <laughs> of rating rating colorways, uh, your Nike ID colorways, and we came across this design that was triple red, and that was a that was a winner. I think actually it was the highest rated. Josh's favorite of the bunch, triple red, and then he saw an even better triple red, and he dipped me over. <laughs> I thought I wanted to mention it. Jay, um, opinions change. Apparently so. But, yeah. <laughs> Common JL, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, on the Nike ID boots, how long did they take to come in? Asks Wacky. Uh, for me, yours were two, quicker than mine. Two, three weeks. Yeah, you were. I want to say you were four weeks, Jay. Maybe four weeks. Because I think I was six. Six weeks. Yeah, and Damn. and yours, and we ordered. I think on the same day we did. If I'm not mistaken, well, maybe I ordered the day before, but I don't think it really you, mattered. Yeah, you might have been. Yeah. I think we agreed on ordering weekend, on one day and then, yeah, same weekend. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I don't think it, it would have mattered. They, 
they're not making boots on the weekend anyway. So, um, so yeah. yeah. Kian Bensend, Jay and Josh. What is up? Uh, can you guys comment on the durability of the AG variation of the Vapors? I looked into buying a pair and want to do it uh, for the Nike by you. But I've seen boatloads of cracked sole plays on product reviews on Unisport. So, yeah, what's up? I don't know how much you've worn your AG Vapors of, of this new generation. I have worn mine to bits. Like, I have worn, I've worn them so much. And yeah. I haven't, I haven't experienced any cracked toolings yet. So, Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just keep counting my blessings, but but you know, uh, for me it hasn't been a problem. But I I can also I you know I also read the product reviews on Unisport. And I can I can see that there are problems. Uh, but me personally, I haven't experienced any knock on wood yet. So don't know. Have you? Yeah, have I'm. You? I I can't say I've spent a significant amount of time in in AG Mercs. Fair enough. I so I guess that's a no. I'm, I am always, always hesitant. I'm sure the Unisport customers leaving reviews are are honest and they, they know what they're doing and, and I'm sure they're using the boots exactly the way that they were intended absolutely, to be used. Absolutely. But I am I am always, always hesitant to go off of customer reviews yes. on any website. And look at there's a there's a warranty from Nike. If if that happens they should replace them for you. Um, yeah. I, I just don't see why the AG version would be any different than an FG version. I, I, I don't know. I, I just I have a hard time believing that plastic sole plates cracking regularly is a thing. I just haven't seen that happen no, very me ne- frequently. Me neither. Me neither. And um, no? yeah. I, yeah. I, I haven't seen it either. So it would be, I would be surprised, of course, we can't guarantee that it won't happen, but I, I haven't, I haven't had any issues. Uh, and again, durability is one of those things we've talked about this. I don't know how many times it's, you can't predict it. You can't. No. And we can't really review products on the basis of like, Oh, this is how long we think they're going to last. No, way. E- even if you did, even if we both said, okay, starting 2023, we're going to pick one pair of boots and we're going to wear them for six months straight. And that's it. But and you, we're going to give a long term durability differently. test. You, you slide your foot across the ground yeah. differently. Like I will, uh, back when, when Jolta and I ordered uh, Nike ID Hypervenom ones, uh, same uh-huh. size we mixed. It was beautiful. Uh, his pair ripped within like a quarter of a year. And I still have mine mm-hmm. because he just slides his foot whenever he kicks. So they just, they just yeah. open. It's different. Yeah. If me and you took the same boots right now yeah. and wore them for six months, they would wear differently. Absolutely. Yours might break, mine not. Yes. It's just how it is. That exactly, exactly. So, it's a guess. Yeah, it it is, and it's a it's a gamble. But that's what warranty is there for. Yeah. So, and again, that's kind of part of what you pay for from a big brand is the safety blanket of warranty. Exactly. So I would, I would be okay to go and buy a pair of Nike by you, AG Vapors, yeah. as long as you make sure to do it in the best available colorway on the interwebs right now. Which is, mm-hmm. according to your good friend Josh, um, triple red, red on red on red. The internet never forgets, my man. <laughs> the internet never forgets, and I shouldn't. This is not something I want. I should be going into because there's probably a ton of stuff where I contradict myself on the internet as well. So, uh, yes, but you have the benefit of the unlikeliness of me going back and doing research to call you out. Oh yeah. 
Well, that's that's great. So. That's great. Let's not get the Josh army doing that because that would be unpleasant. Uh, so let's 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 remain friends there, okay? Um, I just thought it, I just thought it was a funny little thing. I I actually I didn't go look for it. I just came across it uh, randomly and so I'll text you. Um, but hey, guys, we're rambling here. We're rambling. Um, twenty twenty two. This is it. Um, which yeah, also means that episode. that that this was the final episode of the Bootnose podcast, uh, at least in the format that you know it. Uh, obviously, we'll be back. I don't know when, but we will be back. So make sure you're still tuned into the channel. Check it regularly. Subscribe with notifications on. I mean, we're not gonna. There's not gonna be many notifications uh, necessarily, but they will be there. Uh, and it's been a a privilege, an honor, a pleasure. Uh, I love, I've loved doing these. And uh, yeah, it's um, thank you so much. It's um, it's been a ride. It's been a great ride. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate all of your support. Exactly, and of course, you know, uh, at least from my side, Josh and I are still going to be friends. So we're still going to, you know, there's isn't going to be stuff happening, right? But uh, but yeah, uh, time and and resources just means that um, that right now there's it's going to be a change. But but guys, thank you so so much. Uh, have a, a wonderful 2023. Have a wonderful new year. Take care of each other. Um, be the best version of yourself. And with those words, I've been J Mike. And for the last time, for now, I approve this message. Thanks. Thanks for watching and listening. You made it so depressing, Jay. <laughs> it is a, de- it's a depressing <laughs> you made, moment. It seemed like we're like, we're never going to come back. But we're we coming are back. Come it just back. won't be every week. Yeah, that's but, all. Yeah. But, but I mean, still, I mean, you got to make it a little bit dramatic so that whenever we do come back, people are just going to be like, oh my God, the OG, the goats are back, man. No, you know, I, <laughs> goats. I, no. I have to. I do, I do not endorse calling ourselves the no, goats. No, 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 no. All no. right. Anyway. And that's episode 151. Thanks for watching. See you later, guys. (laughs) Not next week, but see you in a little bit. (laughs) Later.